Bongani Bingwa. Bongani Bingwa. Starting your 702 day. So we keep banging on about femicide and gender-based violence in South Africa. And every day it seems there's a new story that's worse than the ones that have gone before. And it's a nightmare we seem unable to wake up from collectively as a society. The Sowetan notes today that Arthur Mafumakate remains accused of abusing his former girlfriend. And there's not been a single word. Arthur Mufukate. Bigger part in Arthur Mufukate. There's not been a single word of condemnation from the music industry, and he still serves on various boards in the music business. Danny Yodan, we know, was re-elected as head of SAFA at the weekend. Mduduzi Manana is still an MP. And on this show yesterday, you would have heard the anguished voice of a mother claiming that her daughter had suffered at the hands of one of the most powerful men in the country. That's the suspended head of SARS. Malitsaatsi Kutuman Asfal was shot dead this Sunday, allegedly by her father, by the father of her three children, rather, in front of them. He held the kids hostage for five hours, threatening to kill them before he eventually fled the scene. The children, it's being, it's being reported, uh, dutifully wiped their mother's blood in a desperate hope she would not succumb to her wounds at the scene. They raged seven, eleven, and 12 and they're now going to be forever haunted by the smell of their dying mother's blood label Portia Matias last post on her Facebook page said if anything should happen to me tonight my husband should be the first suspect she says she was then assaulted by the man who is now on the run she called the police who arrived and politely declined to intervene in what they called a domestic dispute and in fact told them couples shouldn't really be fighting Matia had a protection order against this man. Yesterday, the Western Cape High Court was told by child murderer Mortimer Saunders that he killed three-year-old Courtney Peters and buried her in a shallow grave. By his own admission, he did this to get back at the toddler's mother by giving her ant poison. He found the child too irritating because the little girl had wanted to watch television in the room he was renting from her parents. He then says as the child reacted to the poison, she started screaming and fearing that his evil deeds were about to be discovered. He choked her to death and then the coup de grace. And this is not for sensitive listening. He, again, by his own admission, says he violated the dead body. He's pleaded guilty to the murder, but not to the rape charge because she was dead, he says. And, you know, it was just with the finger, not with the penis. That's what he wants us to accept as a society. And he further contends that this murder was not premeditated. You know, the idea of a never-ending fire that will consume sinners with no possibility of escape, suddenly to a humanist like me, to somebody who doesn't care about religion, it suddenly seems so attractive. It suddenly seems so believable. God, I hope it's true.